Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, September 27th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Secret Spaces, live from Cosmoverse. Let's take a listen. Be pretty busy. The vibe is amazing. I'm actually going on stage later today. This is Tor from Secret Foundation. I'll be jumping up there later today, giving a speech on Secret, dropping some alpha. So sit tight while we push this link around, get our announcements out. It'll probably be a shortened session today so we can get back on the floor, back to educating all the awesome people in the cosmos about what we're doing in the secret ecosystem. But just give us a second, sit tight. As always, these are recorded, but it's best to be here live. Assuming the background noise isn't too bad. Also gonna try to get Jay up here from Secret Foundation. He's been helping run our operations on the ground here in Colombia. We spent all last week in New York. Now we're in Medellin, talking with some amazing builders in the cosmos. So sit tight while we try to get people up here on stage and we will kick off in a moment. Hey, Troy, can you hear me? Yes, welcome to the party. Welcome to the stage. I think that's all we need to kick off. All right, everybody, let's kick off. We are here live at Cosmoverse in Medellin, Secret Spaces. This is our last edition here in September. We do these every Tuesday. This is the normal time, 4 p.m. UTC, noon Eastern time. Today, we are going to be just doing a quick recap of how things have been here on the ground. This is day two of Cosmoverse. Last week, we gave a live update from the ground at Mainnet in New York. Things went amazing. Jay, can you remind me how many people came through the, speak, the secret speakeasy? <laughs> so the speakeasy in, in, at Mainnet, we had a capacity of about 250. That's how big the, the place was. And the final count as people walking in and out of the doors was 980 people. People were coming in and out the entire time we were there. In fact, when, we, when the event was closing and we had to kind of shut everything down, it was still probably about a quarter full. I mean, people stayed all the way up to the end. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. People had a great time. Amazing. Oh, In yeah. Fact, I was oh, there. I saw uh, it. Sorry, one, some more real, one, one quick thing. So here now we're in Colombia, a whole uh, you know, continent away. People were coming up to me yesterday, coming up to the booth yesterday saying, oh, my God, that party in New York was kicking. Like, what are we doing? What are you doing in Colombia? So there's uh, that's a little little alpha I'll, I'll keep talking about our our event tonight after you're done. exciting exciting stuff well we'll we'll leave mainnet in the past for today while we talk about what's going on here in colombia we are running a little booth here at the conference but most of the time we are out around the floor talking to builders listening to the talks it is busy here the the hallways are packed with people i don't know what the attendance is technically we'll get that pulled for us at the end but these are always the best conferences. If you have not been to a Cosmoverse, if you haven't been to a Cosmos-focused event for the Interchain ecosystem, it, there is so much signal and not a lot of noise. Everybody here is building something, thinking about something. Everybody is really dedicated to the core technology. They're not tourists. They really, really are committed 
this interchain future. And it's so cool to see this energy uh, because it's the same in a bull market or a bear market. All the same people, all with the same passion, all with the same energy. You hate to go places and kind of see that people have disengaged from the industry or the ecosystem. Pretty much the opposite here. People are only leaning in harder, knowing how important it is to keep building out uh, the Cosmos vision. We've already seen some alpha drop around Atom 2.0, some of the cool stuff that's coming to the Cosmos hub. Uh, we've also seen amazing presentations from teams like Osmosis, from validators around the ecosystem. Uh, so it's, it's already been super instructive. Uh, last night, we went up the mountain. We attended uh, an event that was thrown by the Osmosis team with the, with the Mars Protocol team. We've just been so thrilled to get to hang out with all the people we've been building alongside for a while and get to think about new next steps, new partnerships, new endeavors. And everybody seems to know what we're doing. Everybody seems to love the privacy vision. We're just going to have to show them what's next. So that's what I'll be talking about today. 3.10 p.m. jumping on stage, talking about privacy then, privacy now, privacy future, secret then, secret now, secret future, where we're going, what we're thinking about, uh, trying to take our pragmatic vision for privacy and extend it even further so that people understand uh, where we're going to be maybe in five years' time uh, and where we were five years ago and how far we've had to come. So that's exciting for us. We also are co-sponsors of the Loop Party tonight. Loop is, is uh, throwing a big superhero party tonight. We'll have a secret superhero there. Also sponsored by the Juno team, the Cato team, the White Whale team. There's, there's a couple others I, I know as well. That is going to be incredible. That's going to be packed. Uh, we're really excited to see the whole Cosmos community turn out. And I think there's going to be some locals coming as well. All, all kinds of crypto curious people. Always amazing. Uh, the, the locals here, by the way, incredibly friendly. If you have not been to Colombia, everybody has been incredibly nice, incredibly welcoming. Uh, so we've all had a great time. We've got Jay and myself here from the foundation. The Secret Labs guys can't join. Why? The Secret Labs guys are all running a workshop right now. They've got a bunch of devs filling up the room. We'll get a tweet out later today showing the scene live on the ground from the workshop room. But Tom from Secret Labs, one of the lead engineers, is, is going through that session. Also, we have Shahar and Yonatan here from the Secret Labs team, uh, putting in time over the Israeli holidays to help us engage developers here on the ground. So. I'm super thrilled to be able to have them here. Super thrilled that uh, they're sticking around to engage with us in the Interchain ecosystem before heading back home. And then, of course, with our booth, we've got a lot of giveaways going on. We've had people coming up to claim our special Medellin edition coins. So we've got coins that we printed out special for Cosmoverse, limited edition. You will only get those if you are here on the ground with us in Medellin. We also have them linked to NFT copies. So if you are here on the ground in Medellin, you will get the coin. You will also get the NFT version of the coin. And you can prove that you are here with us in person. Only if you want to, of course. These are private by default NFTs. Uh, and then, of course, we have our hats, privacy hats. I'm seeing everywhere around the halls here. Brought a bunch of hats down with us. Privacy has never been more important. And in the Cosmos ecosystem, there is a, a lot of people who share that vision. Uh, and who look really good in those hats. That's been really gratifying to see. Speaking of those hats really quickly, it's really funny. So today and even last night at the Osmosis party, Mars party, I see people wearing hats, at least a, at least a half a dozen people last night. I don't even remember giving them a hat. 
but it's awesome that they're wearing it out uh, here on the floor today. People are wearing these hats. So, you know, it's just awesome that, that people are really understanding the, the necessity and the conversation about privacy seems to be really a theme going on here as an undercard. People coming to the booth asking, you know, devs asking about collaboration. How do we, how do we get on board? How do we, you know, a lot of venture capitalists, how do we get involved financially? So the conversations are really strong around privacy, the engagement. I, I'm finding it incredibly refreshing the engagement about privacy as a, a main topic of discussion now is really starting to, to rise to the top. And uh, I think we're, we're poisoning ourselves, poisoning, not poisoning ourselves for uh, to be at the vanguard of, of some really, really cool conversations. Um, but I just wanted to say that. Oh, yeah. Engagement is high. That said, I think people are looking for people who can point them in the right direction for these things. So they, they understand the importance of privacy, but it's not necessarily tangible for them. So we're really happy that we have a few DAP teams here, especially the Bushi team and the Shade team who have been helping us with the secret booth, who have gotten the chance to talk to a lot of other projects in the ecosystem uh, and a lot of builders in the ecosystem. Uh, they've been helping people understand the vision for secret DeFi, the vision for secret gaming. Uh, we've also been able to onboard people with their very first secret NFTs with the badge claims. So they're onboarding onto Stash and discovering that community. So we're trying to make privacy tangible for people so that they understand the, the reason we should support privacy native tech in the crypto space. Yeah, some of it has to do with like the very big vision. It has to do with empowerment. It has to do with a lot of the things that we talk about all the time for, for protecting users globally. But also it's just, you know, it should be an expectation by default for any kind of application. It's not just about private money. It's not just about private ownership it's, or, or the human rights of privacy. It's just we should just have an expectation that every application is able to protect our security, able to protect data privacy in some way. And that private by default vision is starting to gain some traction as people realize the weaknesses in the public by default model. Uh, so that will also be a feature of my talk today, quickly going through why we've chosen to take this approach. I'm not going to spend a lot of time convincing people yet again that there's weaknesses to the public by default model. I think that's clear enough. But people need to know that where we're going, you know, they can have this expectation for any application that builds on secret. Plus, uh, we will be talking a little bit today about our privacy as a service vision, being able to serve privacy to other chains, not just around the cosmos, not just via IBC, but really serving privacy to any application in any ecosystem and becoming part of their stack. And we've already seen applications in the Solana ecosystem, the Ethereum ecosystem, finding ways to use secret contracts in their stack, some of which we featured already, some of which we haven't featured yet, but they're really interested in what we've been able to do. And our vision is to bring privacy to every chain, including our own. So really cool to see that Obviously, here at Cosmoverse, everybody's down with the multi-chain vision, but it doesn't just stop at the chains within the Cosmos. It, it is a vision that is scaling beyond this community. Uh, the, go ahead. I, I was actually, just, I just wanted to, before you move, moved on, uh, a lot of conversations that I had yesterday uh, really was about advancing the, the privacy message. To your point, not only just within Cosmos, I spoke with, uh, with two people who are here from Polkadot and they're looking to, you know, to branch out uh, with some of the specific things that they're working with. So, you know, I love the fact that we are becoming part of the conversation. Like they came straight to us because they had heard about us in Maidenet. They didn't have a chance to talk to us at Maidenet. So 
so they say they were, we were one of the first people they spoke with yesterday. Um, and I, I just think it's a, a smart approach, especially with the way the market is right now. Now's the time to, if you're going to make some changes, now's the time to do it. So people are really, really interested in conversations and collaboration more than, more than just curiosity. Um, at least those were the, the most of the people that I was speaking with today and yesterday that people are looking to affect change and you know why what better change to have than, than is to you know control your your world and so I, I think it's really powerful so yeah these conversations have been going great obviously and we're learning a lot about what people have been building across the ecosystem not just the other l1s but Gap developers who are who are starting to position themselves in the cosmos for the long term. Yeah, uh, and then the rest of the conference after today. I mean, we've got that party, like I mentioned tonight, where we're going to get to connect with even more of the community. Uh, and then tomorrow, the conference continues. That'll be the the final day of like actual programming, and uh, we'll still be here. There's still plenty of side events going on. We'll be having as many conversations as we can before we head home. Uh, we're unfortunately not going to stick around for some of the other Columbia conferences like uh, DevCon and ETH Bogota. We have to get on our way, but uh, it's been a really amazing month of travel for our team, getting to also meet more of the teams in the ecosystem, have some very high-level strategic conversations and some very detail-oriented strategic conversations. There's a lot that we'll be revealing in the near future about where we think those conversations are going. But besides that, there's always a way to participate in the ecosystem, always a way to get more deeply involved in what we're doing with Secret. If you want to be a part of the growth of the project, if you want to be deploying your own applications, if you want to be contributing to our community and its global growth and awareness, we need everybody of every skill set involved with Secret. So this is another opportunity for me to mention our Secret Agents program. If you've been considering just getting involved a little bit more with the network, maybe you haven't used as many applications as you would like maybe you haven't gotten your first secret maybe you haven't really been in the discord secret agents is a community dao that is here to help onboard new users into the ecosystem handhold them as they discover roles for themselves within the ecosystem discover applications that can create value one thing i want to add is i the the overarching theme that i'm hearing from people is hey you know i've heard a secret what do you guys how do you guys do it what do you guys do and there's a there's a, a pro and con to that the pro is that at least we're in people's vocabulary and that's more than half the battle the con is to what tor was saying you know get involved the more people internally who are talking about what we do to as many people as we can or getting more people who are involved really will advance the message and help people say i've heard a secret i know what i want to do with secret all i need to do now is figure out the best way and i and that's much more actionable than than education and, and i think we're we're really at a, at a point with some with some teams and some groups where we're at that pivot point but i think the key right now is education i think the key is you know putting putting secrets name in, in more and more 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 and more applications and situations where people can understand it a little bit better um, and i think that's one of the advantages i'm seeing from mainnet and my my takeaway from here is really just helping people understand that anything you do anything you're working on you can absolutely have a layer of privacy ingrained there's really no reason why you can't the only thing that's stopping you is you um, and people seem to drink the Kool-Aid, and, and I'm liking that. 
shout out to Peepunks, one of our secret agent friends that has been here on the ground with us. He came by the booth a couple of times. So we are meeting some of the Latin American-based secret agents while we're here on the ground. It's awesome to see them here locally. And of course, if you're already a secret agent and you have an idea for where around the world you'd love to see secret pop up, get in touch with the secret agents team. We have working groups dedicated to hosting events around the world. We can help you host an event in your local area. If you're not a secret agent yet and you want to host something in your local area or want to organize with the people in your area around doing some kind of secret or Web3 privacy focused meetup event, become a secret agent. You know, just just it's a very simple sign up process where you just get involved in the ecosystem right away. You'll meet people in your local area. You'll meet people also all over the world who are passionate about what you're passionate about. So my plug for that is always go to scrt.network slash agents. That's the first step getting started. Or just jump into the secret discord, chat.scrt.network. You'll see secret agents and members of the secret community all over the place there. Again, Secret Agents is a program that's dedicated to onboarding new people into the ecosystem, connecting them with opportunities, teaching them about dApps, teaching them about wallets, things like that. And then once you're a secret agent, I mean, the opportunities sort of continue endlessly from there. We've had secret agents become founders in our ecosystem. They start validators. They, they contribute in any number of ways. They build lives and careers focusing around something they're very passionate about, bringing privacy to Web3 and preserving privacy and decentralizing it for everybody who's going to need it for the decades to come as it comes under threat or, or as the world, of course, gets more complex. These are the sorts of missions that are worth fighting for beyond just using crypto for speculation or just using it for, you know, JPEG collecting. There's so much more we can be doing, but it starts with building a vast global community of people who are educated about these technologies, what they can be used for, what they are being used for, what they should be used for. So thanks everybody who's attending today. You're, you are a part of that already. And if you're considering going deeper, that's my best recommendation. Uh, well, one thing I want to add from something Tor said a, a while ago, based on what he's he's going to be speaking about today, you can live stream it through the Cosmoverse uh, main webpage. They are streaming every session. I'm also going to be recording it myself. I will be posting it uh, on you, our YouTube channel. We'll, we'll shoot the link in Discord uh, and our Telegram groups so that you guys can catch it as well. It's about 20 minutes. It'll be about 20 minutes long, but uh, it'll kind of give you uh, an overview and, and help a better understanding of what Tor's talking about. So just want to let you guys know that. We've also always got new educational material coming out being produced by the secret agents as well as by the foundation, as well as by secret labs and everybody out in the ecosystem. Uh, if you have an idea for educational content that really would have helped you or that you'd really love to see, always reach out to us in the Discord so we can get that into our pipelines. We can start getting some of that material together for people like you who haven't yet discovered Secret or who haven't yet gone this deep into the ecosystem. We're about 23 minutes into this. We said this would be a shorter session today because we got to get back onto the ground here, back to the booth, back to the people that we only have another you know, 24, 36 hours or so left to work with, to learn from, to teach, et cetera. Uh, so this is the moment where I'll say, if you've got a question, if you've got an update, something you wanna talk about while we're here, while Jay and I are up on stage, raise your hand now. I already see one hand up, so I'm gonna bring that person up here on stage. If they've got a question for the team or an update, or oh, they've rapidly put their hand down. Well, either way, I'm gonna keep that invitation open. If you've got a question, if you've got an update, or just an observation, Make it known, especially if it's related to Cosmoverse or even Mainnet last week. Would love to be able to talk about that. 
uh, we'll, we'll take this for at least another 10, 15 minutes as long as we've got questions coming in or updates coming in. I see a familiar face here that we'll bring up here on stage. Uh, but again, feel free to jump up here if you've got something. Go ahead, man. Hey, this is uh, Steve from the Village Dow. Uh, <clears throat> I'm just the Cosmo versus out of control. I just love it. Uh, <laughs> I just, uh, you know, the live stream is awesome and some of the speakers. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jake Hartnell from, uh, from, uh, from Dow Dow, from Juno. He had uh, spoken mm -hmm. about, uh, you know, he mentioned privacy twice. It really caught my attention in reference to uh, uh, I'd be into blockchain communication for that to be private as well as voting to be private. I was quite surprised he had mentioned that. Mm -hmm. And then I, and then I believe uh, you or uh, or one of our other uh, hosts uh, mentioned uh, about uh, privacy as a service. And so uh, and so I don't want to get into involving some alpha alpha, but um, but is there any relationship to that? Is is there anything going on with the. Uh, privacy as a service and linking that with other ecosystems, especially in light of what uh, Jake's comments were. Uh, can you speak to that a little bit? Uh, well, that's a very observant observation. Um, privacy as a service is a huge piece of our positioning long-term, and we've been waiting for things like Cosmos and V1 and interchain accounts to be able to push that vision within the Cosmos, because to this point, a lot of the privacy as a service we've provided has been around transactional privacy for assets coming from other universes around the cosmos, entering the secret ecosystem. That can be compelling, but that's not really the end state vision. The end state vision is being able to just use private compute as a service in any application on any network and running that through secret where you get a lot of privacy guarantees. Anybody can operate a node as part of that network. You're not running it through Amazon, right? You're doing this with, uh, with a decentralized privacy service. Uh, that is the prelude to my answer, which is, you know, Jake is actually 15 minutes, sorry, 15 feet to my left right now. <laughs> so, so I can see him from where I stand and we have spoken. Yeah. I mean, we, we speak to everybody in the cosmos ecosystem. It's impossible not to know about secret. And of course it's impossible for us not to know about these killer use cases and these amazing products that are being built around the cosmos. And as much as we can find integration points, we absolutely will. We already know that the DAO use case is a super strong one. We've already seen projects like secret DAO building natively in the secret ecosystem. But when you've got projects in other ecosystems that also want to make use of these privacy guarantees, part of our long-term positioning is to be the privacy hub for all of Web3. We have to be an available service for them to use for our vision to become true. I think the way that I, I'm personally seeing it is that, uh, uh, is privacy scalable? And I don't mean scalable as far as bandwidth. I mean, as far as functionality that, there are some situations where you need full and complete privacy and other situations where, where, where you may need some sort of a, a hybrid version of privacy. If I were to give an example, I think you had a, a button on one of the, the recent uh, YouTube videos where he described uh, uh, doing limit orders and, uh, and using them in a secret, e secret ecosystem. You know, limit orders, orders are especially valuable when... Uh, when in low liquidity situations, so you could set your price and wait for it to happen, and then uh, and so it gives you some uh, some uh, control over uh, the price. You're just not a price taker. But in this case, uh, he brought up a very good point: is that uh, is that really you have pseudo anonymity because that if you uh, if you're making a transaction a request for like a limit order, your order appears, and so 
uh, using, uh, you know, analytics, uh, you know, blockchain an- analytics, you could figure out, you could put together a scenario where each time somebody uh, places a limit order, it's, it's private, but shortly after that, it uh, shows up on the public board. So, um, so the transaction may not be, uh, the transaction may be secret, but the effect of that transaction will not be secret, or at least through analytics, uh, you'll be able to get down to the bottom over a period of time of who's making this transaction. Uh, so, um, so I think you speak to that. Is there some way of solving that, or, or, or like for instance, voting? Voting's great if it could be secret, but uh, then you lose transparency. And so, and so the whole idea of uh, scaling security. Right. Um, can you speak to that? Yeah, this is all a design space, right? The the idea is that without privacy by default, the design space is practically nil the same design for everybody. Everything is public by default. That's the only choice you get. And you have to think that to to believe in that model, you have to think that this is going to underlie the majority of applications in web three when it underlies basically none of the applications in web two. Mostly this radical transparency model of public by default. Yeah. It just has never scaled anywhere traditionally. So we're, we're right away sort of rejecting the premise that we should forget about privacy because like, just everything else is kind of proven to be unscalable in terms of adoption. Forget about like actual scalability concerns, but people just don't want to use those kinds of applications or you can't build interesting kinds of applications, things that would actually get Web3 adopted over Web2. So now we look at the private by design, private by default design space. There, It's a very good observation to say that a lot of the time, because these applications need public components, you're always going to have some kind of leakage Right. So if, if there's going to be something going on where the public state of a on-chain pool is going to have to update because somebody interacted with it and new users need to know the price, something is being leaked there. You know, the more people interacting with the contract at the same time, the less yeah. that's assignable back to an individual account. But that's that's an extremely true observation. The question is whether that is leading to a product that is still meaningfully better than current <laughs> products. Is it enough to attract new adoption? I think it's pretty set in my mind that if we were going to architect the space from scratch, these are the kinds of products that would easily win out. But are they good enough relative to existing solutions? Are they good enough improvements that you can migrate present day liquidity to these solutions? I would argue that the bear market is the perfect time to be building these kinds of new privacy enabled solutions because everybody kind of draws back down to the stage of no adoption. And then when liquidity gets built back up and interest gets built back up, It's not about migrating people away from other solutions because those solutions aren't being used. It's about teaching them where the advantages still are in these private by default models. Even though they don't provide perfect privacy, they still provide something meaningfully better. And private voting is an amazing example because a lot of the time in that model, you do want obviously the aggregated results of the vote to be known, right? The same way you reveal the results of a public election for democratic institutions. It's like, oh, the vote was 60-40, the vote was 70-30 but you don't reveal each individual user's vote. You still want a provable way to know the votes were counted correctly. You still want to be able to say that if a user wanted to reveal that their vote, maybe yeah. you want to give them the option to. But either way, that design space doesn't currently exist. The only design space that currently exists is all votes are public. You're subject to coercion and bribery attacks. Uh, there's just not a very programmable model for that. And in that one, I think the guarantees are, are a lot more substantial because as the voting is being counted, you don't need to provide a real-time update on the state of the vote. If you were doing that, then just like a on-chain DEX updating the value of the pool in real time, 
there is something you can infer about the votes. But if you're just counting inside the black box and you're only doing an update, let's say every 24 hours or some sort of aggregated period where the votes won't be publicly identifiable, then that's a great solution. And actually, I would argue an extremely necessary solution for DAOs that are building in the Web3 space. Yeah, the point that you make about about choosing to make your vote uh, public, um, I would think that would be a very critical component. Because sometimes I check, I mean, I'm an active voter. But sometimes I check my validators to see where they are on particular issues, not, uh, you know, just to be more informed about what's going on and how the market generally feels about that. And even uh, getting our uh, uh, for the uh, badges and the different uh, uh, NFTs, right. you, you could share that with the uh, publisher, with, with the creator. So so that's a very good mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, very, very good. And all your points, I, you know, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. So, so, so you're, 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 Appreciate you're preaching it. to the choir, but I just have one more quick question. I know you have to get back, but I have you on. So I just want to ask this one last question is that Sonny talked about the uh, interchain uh, security and he talked about V1 being circled around the uh, Cosmos hub, but he talked about V3 where the individual app chains will provide, uh, will be able to offer interchain security for, for other blockchains. And when thinking about this in the secret uh, ecosystem, is that uh, is that I'm thinking that uh, yes, I could see how. Uh, I, and he said that there's a link between economics that well, there's an economic relationship, but also I would think a philosophical relationship, at least when it comes to see- secret, the whole idea of privacy. And so, uh, going forward in the future, can you see secret becoming a hub for providing that validation services in V3 of the interchain security? Did you? Yeah. I mean, these are, again, extremely observant questions that let me know that you've been paying a lot of attention because, yes, the hub is moving to this interchain security model. Plus, other chains are already talking about being part of this sort of mesh security model, Mm -hmm. mesh mesh, interchain security model, like Sunny was articulating. And I definitely believe that Secret has a role to play in that model as it emerges in the ecosystem. I don't personally believe that we'll see interchain security stop at the hub, but I do think that the Cosmos hub has an extremely strong claim to being an interchain security provider. And I think Osmosis would have that claim as well. And I think Secret would as well for multiple reasons. Uh, Juno as well. And, And the point has been made that this doesn't have to be unidirectional security. It could be bidirectional mm-hmm. security. And we all then gain from these relationships being established. So again, there, this is all early stage. This is going to emerge over a long period of evolution. It's going to require alignment between stakeholders and ecosystems and technologies. And there's risks and there's substantial upside. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you're going to... It won't be solved. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to make it happen because even over the last year, I've seen tremendous, a lot of the goals that the uh, ecosystem has set, you're you're not not only secret, but the Cosmos ecosystem as a whole, they're attaining those goals. I mean, it really is. When so many, uh, you know, the Ethereum merge went through, waited five years from that, that. and, and they have their own reasons. But but the dynamic nature of the Cosmos ecosystem keeping on uh, going forward, I you know that's that's I'm very excited by it. If I could just squeeze in just one last question, is that I was looking at Prop One Thirteen about uh, establishing the the minimum validation requirements, and and so far I'm looking at it, it looks like it's going down. I would think that that would be a very good thing to create some sort of a floor. Uh, you know, because the, we need a healthy validator set, especially when it comes to this interchange security, because that helps us with the uh, SEC and decentralization. That really decentralizes the network if you have this 
uh, interchain security. So you have a whole new set of validators that are a lot more expansive. And so, uh, what is there something about that uh, that that prop that I'm missing that uh, that 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 why people would want to set some sort of a floor for uh, for the validators to make sure that that validators aren't coming in and stealing people's customers on a temporary basis, and you know because they're offering zero or or one percent commission. I mean, there has to be a level where a validator needs to make a profit somewhere, and I would think that it would go through. I'm surprised. I mean, unless I'm misunderstanding, I'm surprised that the uh, at the vote total as as of now. Well, without trying to speculate how the vote will end, because I think a lot of validators have not yet made okay, a vote. Good, they're they're good. waiting for <laughs> their delegators to weigh in. I mean, it, it, all of these things can go either way. Validators are certainly also entitled to change their votes. Delegators are entitled to override their validators, which is a critical piece of governance. Um, at, at this point, I, I understand both sides of the issue. I'm not prescriptive on the issue. Honestly, this is up to the validators themselves. They're sort of setting this economy and they are accountable to the delegators who, who may have a perspective on this. Maybe they would prefer a minimum commission model or I'm sure there's some validators with delegators that where the delegators have worked with those validators because of low commission rates. And those validators do have strong uptime despite the low commission rates. Um, it, people have differing opinions on it, across every cosmos. Chain. Sure. They have differing opinions on how a mil, uh, minimum validator commission would impact short and long-term security. Uh, I, I, I think that everybody at least is aligned on the idea that you, exactly what you said. We want more validators staying for longer, active in the ecosystem. We don't want sort of a transient yeah. validator community. We don't want to compromise security of the chain, but it is possible to see both sides of the vote yet have consensus on that issue. If you're interested in putting your voice into that discussion, you or anybody else, please come to the secret forum. Please post inside the secret discord where I think there's some discussion continuing and ongoing. Uh, those are the primary governance channels. Uh, definitely make your voice heard if you think you've got a, a, you know, a clear voice on one side of the issue. Or if you just kind of want to articulate your own understanding of the argument on each side, we should all be more informed voters on these things. Um, so, yeah, that's well, my answer. Well, well, thank you very much. I, I tell you, the, uh, the Secret Network is just putting out so much good information um, that, that really helps, uh, you know, helps me educate myself and be aware of what's going on. And this Cosmoverse is like Woodstock for, <laughs> for, for, for techies. I just love it. And so I honor you all and I wish you the best of success and I'll be following closely. Thank you very much. Thank you for your questions. They were phenomenal. And uh, we appreciate you coming out every week to the spaces. We're 40 minutes in. We did say we'd wrap it up about now. If there's any last thoughts from the community, make sure you put your hand up. This is your last chance. And then we'll do our sign-offs. Jay, while we wait to see if anybody puts their hands up, do you have anything else you wanted to share or say before we wrap up? Um, no, no. I mean, we covered pretty much everything that we're, we're really all about at the moment. You know, just to parrot what you said a little while ago, if anybody has an opportunity to come to some one of these conferences, it really is a, a great experience. I know every time I come, I learn something new. You know, it, it, people are really very interested here. Um, you know, obviously being in the market that we're in right now, the, the folks here are, are just really looking for solutions, really looking for collaboration. And if you're working on something, if you have a project of your own, I think just by the very nature of being around one of these these, these conferences, that you can gain a lot from it. It's a, you'll get a serious ROI um, from it, and so that's really the only thing I would say. It's a, they're very valuable, especially right now.
Well, that is your call to action. We will keep you advised on what event Secret will be attending next. Obviously, Foundation attends a lot of events, but we're not the only ones. Secret Labs does as well. Secret Agency does. All the dApps in our ecosystem make it a point to get around to all these different events, validators in our ecosystem. If you are interested in attending a secret event that is upcoming, definitely get in touch through the Discord or however, make us aware of your presence. Or again, like I said, if you're interested in hosting your own secret event, get in touch with us if you're a secret agent, get in touch with the working group leads for the secret agency who do event coordination, or become a secret agent if you're not one already. If that's something that's interesting to you, that is a big effort that they make. And there is funding available for agents who do host events, attend events on behalf of the network. Really exciting opportunity. So definitely get in touch with people if this is interesting to you. We're here to support as well. We will do these secret spaces every week. Next week will be still on our regular schedule, we are pretty sure, which means 4 p.m. UTC, noon Eastern. We'll tweet about it. You'll be able to listen to this recording. We'll get it up onto the YouTube as well. We'll be able to hear it back here on Twitter. Uh, but we appreciate everybody who comes out every week to support this, to get their updates on behalf of the ecosystem. One last reminder to watch the live stream from Cosmoverse today. I'll be going on stage at 3.10 p.m. local time, which is 4.10 p.m. U.S. Eastern time, 8.10 p.m. UTC. I'm fairly sure. Definitely uh, don't want to miss all the things I have to talk about. I will be talking about privacy as a service. I will be talking about the history of the project, the future of the project, a little bit of alpha. A little bit alpha. It would be crazy not to come to a conference like this and not have some alpha to share. Everybody's been doing it, so we will too. Please pay attention. Uh, and we will catch you on the next edition of Secret Spaces. We'll have plenty to discuss then. I believe our next guests will be the Secret DAO team next week. Really excited to have them on because we've already been talking about DAO use cases. So that should be an exciting conversation and we can't wait to share it with you. So until next week, thanks everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Secret Spaces, live from Cosmoverse. Recorded on Tuesday, September 27th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. I would love to continue archiving Secret Spaces. But you you gotta pitch in. Come on, everybody pitches in. That's how this works. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often in the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, hand in reports it the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking and 
energy always gets the best of me when I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes. Gotta mix and match, flip the lash, letting rhythm scratch. No shit, spitting facts with my vision smash. Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash. Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch. Better let the missus know where you hit the stash. Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps. Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines. And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies. Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise. Chastised into digging holes in the back nine. The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view. Just a bunch of pecker heads living in a chicken coop. Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good. So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Two spaces.